Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. I'm drinking out of my hand-painted anthropology cup. And so, um, always feels like a special treat on, on the days I use this one. It's a... Uh, I don't know, shaped like a teacup, you know, so it's less sturdy, perhaps, than some of my other mugs, so I'm careful with it. Today is Friday. It's Friday, um, May 8th. <laughs> I uh, inadvertently sang something <laughs> yesterday. Uh, I think I, it's, it's what I get for talking to you guys. Uh, I was, I did the interview, the online interview with Melinda Snodgrass, and it was great. She did uh, a fabulous job. Um, it was really fun to talk to her. You know, she's amazing that she actually reads the books, and so she asked me smart questions, and it was the best kind of conversation, you know, where we got to talk about um, <clears throat> You know, like making the choices that you make in writing fantasy. And so that was wonderful. So she, we talked about half an hour and then uh, we ended that meeting and I let her go so she didn't have to sit there and listen to me read. And so I did, uh, I read from the Fiery Crown for about 15 minutes on the Zoom video, sent both those things off. But at the end, um, I was signing off and maybe they'll edit it out. <laughs> probably should but I said um so I'm you know sorry we can't be doing this together but we will again someday and then of course I went straight into someday and then I realized I probably shouldn't sing on my like author reading <laughs> it's uh maybe all of this video and screen time being stuck in our houses that we sort of forget worldly manners. I remember um, my stepfather, Leo Kennedy, who, of, for those of you who haven't heard me mention it before, that It's Friday comes from him, from doing the PA announcements at the school where he was vice principal. Um, and when Leo joined our lives, when I was about six or seven, seven, I think they, my mom and Leo got married right before my seventh birthday. And he brought a whole bunch of table manners rules with him, which is funny because it's not like my mom hadn't taught me ma table manners, but Leo had a different set of table manners that he was somewhat persnickety about. And one of them was that you couldn't sing at the dinner table. And that one always mystified me. I never understood why you weren't allowed to sing at the dinner table. I suspect, in retrospect, that may have been one of those rules that was made up simply to keep me from singing the annoying albums that I had memorized because I was, I'm such an audio learner that, especially as a young child, I, with my fresh brain, um, I apparently had nothing better to do with it than fill it up with... Um, Free to be you and me, which I can still pretty much recite word for word. 
once it goes in, it never comes out. So I'm inside today. It's um cool. At the, as promised yesterday, it got very windy, very windy. Some of my plants tipped over. My hanging baskets, I wire them on because I have learned over time. And thus, they did not come down. So I was happy that I was successful there. Last night, David only caught one Mauser. So we may have, um, he may have done a, a sort of sweeping ethnic cleansing of the mouse population in the secret garden. Then the murder bucket goes out front. <laughs> but it's funny, on our next door, El Dorado, a lot of people were talking about mice and rat problems. And uh, Leslie Penelope tweeted me a link about someone talking about the unusual rat problems in Baltimore um, because she you know, <laughs> thought I would be amused because of my whole pack rat debacle. And she had said to the person, and someone else did too, um, Sarah Pinsker <laughs> pointed someone to me, said, oh, that's right, Leslie sent me an article about it. And Sarah Pinsker was the one who sent me the thing about Baltimore because she's in Baltimore and one of her Baltimore friends um, was warning people to check their engines if they'd been parked for the lockdown because of the distinctly uh, Baltimorean, is that what you say, uh, rat problem. And Sarah had replied to that person and tagged me and said, not just Baltimore, I think. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> desert pack rats also a problem. And, and that was a sort of a tangent off of a tangent, wasn't it? And I lost track of what, oh, well, that everybody is having um, these rodent problems. And one thing that uh, the article, I think it was that Leslie sent me, what commented that because so many restaurants have been closed in the cities, that they're not putting out garbage like they used to. And so the rats are deprived of their usual scavenging. And so they are moving more into the burbs and people's homes looking for food and car engines, apparently. And next to Eldorado here had a spirited discussion. It was amazing to me, like four, at least four different people chimed in about how pack rats had gotten into their barbecues and had built nests in their barbecues, and they had to pitch them. They had to throw out the barbecues because they were so infested. And they were saying, if you want to have a barbecue, you have to bring it into the garage at night. So I don't know why here in our area, I can't see that the mice and pack rats would be having that. So, you know, it's not like they would be impacted by this not putting, the restaurants not putting garbage out. But there does seem to be like a serious boom in the rodent population right now. Um, hard to say why. If anybody has theories, I'd be interested to know. David thought maybe you know the predators have been reduced, but I don't. I don't think so. You know, maybe it's a little too cool for the snakes to be out yet. Anyway, we um, definitely had to do a very un. Disney princess-like sweep of the Mausers. In some ways, I feel kind of betrayed by Disney. I mean, don't you guys? You know, I feel a little betrayed by Disney that, uh, you know, like the 
the heroines always befriended the mice and the mice were helpful. And it's like, you know, the mice are not helpful. <laughs> Damn it. I would totally befriend the mice, but they are not helpful. The bluebirds now. Disney got the bluebirds right. So, so it was good to get that interview done. I got all of my guests posted them for Kareen. I've only got a couple left to go. So I've been picking through those. Um, got a lovely review. Uh, new publicist, Sarah, sent on um, a great review from Library Journal. So that was nice. Got that this morning. A fiery crown, of course, if I didn't specify. So, in the interests of complete disclosure, and you, you all know I try to be honest with you. I, I don't tell you everything, but I do try to err on the side of telling you honest things that I'm thinking about with my career. And so those of you who have been listening for a while know that, um, you know, like that Grace and I have been talking a lot about how to up our game, increase our sales. And so I am taking a very large step, uh, something which those of you who've known me for a long time might be very surprised that I'm going to do. I'm kind of surprised at myself, but Sky Warren, who is a longtime friend of mine. Uh, I knew her before by a different name. But she and I um, had books together at Karina in the early days. The early days of the last decade. <laughs> so she and I go way back. Um, but Sky is teaching a class on Facebook ads for romance authors. And I am going to invest in taking it. And I know, I know, I have been so adamant about not wanting to do Facebook ads for so long. But she and I emailed back and forth some, and and I trust her. I trust her in a way that I don't trust some of these people teaching this shit. And, and I told her that I'm frankly a doubter. And she said, you know, that she was too. And she started in 2015. Um doing the Facebook ads because she couldn't find anything else that moved the needle. And I knew she was doing stuff like putting ads in RT magazine, which I wouldn't shell out for. I didn't think it would do any good. And apparently it didn't. But um, she said that she thinks I can start very small and um, spend small amounts and get good at the Facebook ads. And, you know, last year in 2018, she made seven figures and when she says she did, I believe she did. Um, I know that she is a, I think she's a single mom anyway, I'm pretty sure, and has um, a child who is special needs in some way. And, you know, it's really important to her. I don't know. She she did a good job of pinging all the things that I was thinking about, you know, like um, increasing financial security and putting um, your effort and your money into something that would give you a, a real ROI. So I am going to try this. I am going to learn this thing and I will report back. Um, she said that her experience and what she can teach is that for, you know, like every $20 you spend that you will get 
or for every $10 you spend that you will get $20 in sales. She said maybe more, but she said that what you do is you just keep refining your technique until you get it to that point, but that that is how she reaches her readers. So I am going to, to try this and we shall see. Um, you know, you all know that I really hate giving money to Facebook, but I would like for us to have money too. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I also don't like giving money to Jeff Bezos and I sell my books to Amazon. So, uh, thus are the, uh, questionable ethical choices we make these days, right? So I'm excited about this venture. I'm going to try it out. Uh, I'm going to have a busy next few weeks. Um, this class starts on May 18th, I think. And I'm going to have ramping up events for online. Of course, you know, it's all not leaving my house. Um, online events for Nebula Conference. There's a special reception tonight, a private party. That'll be fun. I uh, have been asked, well, kind of asked. I, I volunteered to, um, we're giving the Solstice Award for service to David Gahran. And I think that's how to say it. One of the things on my list is to look up how to say his name. I need to find a video of him talking or somebody talking. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, he's been so great about advising self-publishers on scams and um, the book stuffers and also all that stuff. He's been a real um, sane voice in the wilderness. So I had actually recruited Annie Belay to give the award and because we wanted someone who was a, an indie publisher and Annie was going to do it. And then she had to back out for a health thing. Alas. So, so I said I would do it, but, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud and flattered to do it. I just want to do a good job. So I need to do some research and write up a good presentation speech. It's one of our two solstice awards that we give each year. So I'll have to, um, What's funny, you know, is because since we're doing Nebula Conference virtually like this, I have to record myself dolled up like I would be for the Nebula Awards ceremony. So I need to write my speech and then put on like a pretty dress and my evening makeup and all of that. And it, It's so funny to do these things, you know, and then go take off your makeup again and <laughs> put on the yoga pants and hang out. <laughs> It's also interesting how um, doing the video stuff has reframed how I go about my appearance because when I'm choosing my outfits, I don't have to worry about anything from like collarbone down, um, you know, a little bit below my collarbone, but barely, you know, so all these outfits that I would choose because I could wear cute heels with them or because, you know, they they fit right over my hips or, you know, emphasize my waist in the right way or, you know, all of these things that I think about when I choose 
outfits for an event, that stuff doesn't matter. All that matters is like the color and how it looks around my shoulders and what emphasizes my face. And I'm finding that a whole lot of things I have don't aren't that particularly interesting <laughs> around my neckline. So it's an, an interesting exploration of where I've emphasized things. I have also, gasp, started wearing foundation. I found this great um, foundation that I got a sample of, and I think I'm going to have to uh, buckle down and just buy it because on the videos, I sure notice my skin flaws. You know, it's sort of like, um, I, I remember some actress a long time ago saying, um, you you never know what your face, you never know how many flaws are in your face until they put it up on a giant, you know, 50-foot screen. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, yeah. You know, so that sort of um, relentless having the video of yourself in front of you uh, does make me aware of, of like what kinds of makeup I need to alter to maximize the video appearance as opposed to like what I would wear to a party. <clears throat> Frivolous concerns perhaps, but you know, it's like that's, that's what I have to think about in doing these things. And also my hair, making sure my hair looks good. And people keep commenting that I'm not wearing my hat. You know, I just can't wear a hat on video. Um, it just, it shadows my face too much. Probably it shadows my face a lot in real life too, but uh, there we are. So, um, Monday, I'm going to do a fun thing. That All of these video recordings, I, I'm like wearing more hair and makeup now than uh, I, I do in my normal life <laughs> pre-pandemic. Um, I'm going to record a video with Jesse Mahalik and our wonderful agent Sarah Younger is going to interview us. And then excerpts of that will be on Instagram for Ripped Bodice. And then we will um, air the whole interview. So I think that'll be really fun for you guys. Um, I think that's everything that I have to relate right now. Yeah. Um, if you know of other authors you would like me to interview, I'm having fun doing that. So suggest that to me. I, I will pick and choose because I'm prefer to interview people that I already know I can talk to. <laughs> but other than that, I think, um, yeah, anything goes. And like, even if you have a, a fantasy get, you know, like someone you would really like someone that I don't know, someone fabulous, um, we could always try for them, right? I can always pretend that I'm a big time podcaster. So uh, with that, I think I will go on my way. I hope that you all have a wonderful weekend. I hope that you are still being careful, even as the lockdown restrictions are releasing. This is uh, when we have to be especially careful to make sure that we don't enliven more pockets of transmission. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.